Okay, let's talk about candles for a minute. Do you know that almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years? It's insane. That's why I think it's really cool that Notes candles exist. They're working to eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel over and over again. It is super easy. The candles are made with fragranced wax beads, so all you do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar and fill it up with the wax beads and enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours. The Santal and Atlas Cedar scent is like this woodsy calming smell. It's so nice. And they have oat milk and balsam berry, vanilla and pepperwood, pistachio and rose water, and a total of 13 really great options to choose from. Be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Right now, notes is giving our friends 15% off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using the code that sounds fun. Just use that code that sounds fun when you're placing your order. That's that sounds fun at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm so happy to be here with you today. Today, we sadly wrap up our special series called Build Your Board. You guys, we have loved this series and all the friends we've gotten to sit down with and It means a lot that you have to thank you for sharing with us what you've been learning, what mattered to you and what you're working through in your guidebook. And hey, we get that it's a busy season and you may be wanting to work through the guidebook and don't have time yet. It will always be available to you at AnnieFDowns.com slash build your board. So if you want to circle back to it at the end of the year, as you're reflecting on 2023 or prepping for 24, just go for it. And remember, there is also that quiz on AnnieFDowns.com slash buildyourboard that will tell you what board member you may need to add next. It is really fun and very insightful. No matter what, we hope Build Your Board has given you a chance to figure out the next voice you need to help you build the life you want. And today's episode is the perfect way for us to finish this series and finish this thinking and this process of figuring out who comes next and who we are letting influence us. Before we dive into today's conversation, I want to tell you about one of our incredible sponsors. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've had a chance to listen through the whole Build Your Board series, you know we got to talk with one of my favorite therapists, Melanie Rogers, and ask her some of the basic questions about therapy and how to get started. What she shared was so helpful. And if you're considering therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp allows you to do your sessions right from your house, and they make it so easy to get started. You know, therapy has been so crucial for me. I am a huge fan. With BetterHelp, you just fill out a brief questionnaire. We love a quiz. And they match you with a licensed therapist based on your answers. Finding a therapist that is the right fit for you is so important. And you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So you're sure to be working with someone who is a good match. It's done entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and fit in your schedule. Be a good friend to yourself and your brain with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash That Sounds Fun today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash That Sounds Fun. Today on the show, we finish up our Build Your Board series with two of my favorites, Devin and Hunter Cordell. As we've talked about making sure you're choosing who is influencing you in this world of influencers, we couldn't wrap up this series without talking about social media. 
Y'all know how much of an impact social media has on us, on me and you. And while it's something I'm so grateful for because it means I get to stay connected to you and hear from you, we also want to manage it well. When we're thinking about building our board, what role does social media get to play? It includes a lot of voices, some we want to listen to often and some we don't. So how do we figure out the right boundaries for social media as well as find ways to learn from people who both think like us and those who don't? So today I invited Devin and Hunter Cordell, known as the Cordell family, to join us for this conversation. If you're not familiar with them, go look them up on social media right now because they are just a bright spot in my feed. Devin's probably best known for her hilarious Grinch impression, but man, these two love God and are also navigating being influencers and figuring out how to do it well while not losing their souls along the way. This is such an insightful conversation for those of us who are creating content and those of us who are taking in content. I feel like I learned so much from Devin and Hunter. If you're following along with us in the Build Your Board guidebook, you're going to be taking notes for this one on page 16. So here is my Build Your Board conversation with Hunter and Devin Cordell. Hunter and Devin, welcome to That Sounds Fun. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having us. Yeah. I mean, celebs.com. I'm <laughs> very honored. Uh, we're honored. Yes, we're honored. I'm just merely disappointed you aren't dressed like the Grinch, both of uh, you. I should have. I should have, <laughs> as my first impression to you, been yeah. like, that literally was your first impression to me. Last year at Christmas, I watched you do the Grinch thing. And I was like, I don't know her, but I love her. Oh, And I need her in my life. And then y'all, I mean, will you kind of back us up? I mean, y'all have a gazillion followers across TikTok, Instagram, social media. How did this start? Yeah, um, it started two years ago now. Yeah. That's it? It's only been two years? Right. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. December, the end of December will be two years yeah. ago. Oh, when we gosh. like kind of took off, you're right, right. Found our niche, I would yeah. say. It started off as a thing to do. I was a stay at home mom and had a lot of baby blues. And so I was trying, I knew I wasn't going back to work and I was needed something to kind of take up my time and make me feel, I don't know, have fun. Yeah. And then I just started making a lot of cheesy mom content on TikTok. So if you go back to the very beginning, <laughs> it's way different than what it looks like now. Yeah. yeah. And then he was a firefighter. And so he was never in our videos. And then we said December, Mm -hmm. December, January, he just started kind of recording me normal things that we always did. And I just decided to post it. And it was my reaction to his mustache. And Uh in a month from 25,000 followers to a million followers in a month, in a month, month, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was a wild experience. What is going on behind the scenes with like your actual friends watching this happen? When they're seeing your numbers do that, what's going on in your like social circle? Everybody was just shocked. Yeah. I just remember it just happened so fast. It happened fast for everybody because mm-hmm. they were all watching it with us, watching the numbers. Right. Yeah. They would every day be like, oh my gosh, you've gained this many followers. Or it was just wild. And they've always been so sweet and supportive. They actually surprised us. We had like a little party, a countdown when we yeah. hit a million. Yeah. And they surprised us with like balloons and stuff. Yeah. So it was sweet. Just still a Twilight Zone experience to say the least. Yeah, tell me about, does a challenge come to either of your minds in that season, in that month of going from 25,000 to a million? Was there one moment where you're both like, I don't know about this? Um, 
I'm trying to think. We were yeah. living with his mom at the time. Yeah. And so she was watching it unfold in front of her eyes. And yeah. I wouldn't say, I don't know if the challenge yet had started because right. it felt so fast. Mm-hmm. And it was, we knew it was a God thing because for months I felt like I didn't know what it was, but I remember God saying, like, I'm going to lift you up so you can lift me up. And so wow. it was almost like I knew it was just supposed to happen. And so in all those moments, even though it was wild from the worldly stance, the number was, I was like, our audience is of one. And so wow. we just had such a peace because we knew it was supposed to happen Yeah, is the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, challenges did come yeah. soon after that month, I think, of just kind of keeping us aligned with what God wanted versus the world and yeah. making sure we're giving all glory to him. Yeah. 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 I mean, Hunter, are you still a firefighter that whole time? I was up until October of last year. So it's now been a year that we've been both like full-time yeah. social media. But for months you were yeah, a firefighter. For, yeah. For December, January is when we really kind of, like we said, kind of blew up or whatever mm-hmm. all the way until October the 8th was my last shift last year. Wow. So. I do feel like you had challenges because of your job. Yeah. It just, people were, you yeah. can speak on that. <clears throat> I mean, you know, the typical firehouse, like people making jokes and everything, which I, I mean, I was all for it. You know, it doesn't yeah. really bother, it didn't bother me, but it was kind of a, it was kind of a decision that I had to make where I felt like I was at like a crossroads. Like I'm either gonna, you know, stay at the, at the firehouse and like, you know, do my career or I'm going to have to stop and go all in on this. And yeah. that's obviously what I chose. Man, that crossroads, though, has to be so intense of like, do we dive into being public people as our career or do we maintain some sort of safe, I mean, a fireman, but some sort of safe income? A hundred percent, for sure. Definitely. It was a a hard decision and it was one that, you know, that I had, I spent a lot of time thinking about and praying about, but in the end, I definitely felt like the Lord was calling me out yeah. of that and into this, um, even though that's never, never what I imagined for no. for me, especially I'm like, okay, you can do it. But like, I don't know about me, you know, yeah. but anyway, here we are. So I know because when we started, he said, well, I'm still going to be a firefighter to yeah. have like a safety net basically. Yeah. Because yeah. everybody was like, oh, social media is not going to last. Mm-hmm. Right. And so he kept that, but then it was just the more and more he's like, oh, I don't know, man, I feel this pull. And so it just took, I was just having to pray for him to make that decision too, because, yeah. you know, I, of course I wanted him home with me, yeah. but yeah. that's up between you and God. <laughs> yeah. So talk about that for a minute, if y'all don't mind, because there are so many people listening who aren't like dealing with a million followers on Instagram, but are trying to decide whether to leave the career they're in to stay home with their kids or leave the career they're in for something else they want to try. Did you hear like God in your ear or was it just like, okay, everything's lining up. It feels like a yes. And we're going to jump. Yes. It was more like that. It was, it was, you know, like I said, I had been thinking about it, praying about it for a while, asking like, people's opinions and, you know, especially godly people's opinions. That's important. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Right. Yeah. So we had actually had like a week long, I was actually on vacation from work. We had like a week long little vacation and we had some of our really good friends that were with us and we spent a lot of time like talking about it. And they, one of them had recently done a sim, had a similar situation. And so we left that place and we were like, Okay, like I think I'm gonna think I I think this is what I need to do. And then the very next Sunday we went to church 
And literally the message was about like putting, like putting the past behind you kind of thing. And like, won't he do it? Yes. Welcoming something new, like into your life, if that's what you need kind of thing. And so I was like, well, and I literally quit the next day. Yeah. (gasps) Oh, that was it. That was like the final confirmation right there. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And so, I mean, Devin, what are the challenges? Because there's so many people, I'm thinking about our friends listening who have 49.5 thousand followers on Instagram. And they're like, if I could just get to a hundred, if I could get to a hundred thousand or they have 950. And if they think if I could get to a thousand, this would be awesome. But there's this like, I've had one pretty nasty run in with the internet getting upset with me. And it like, it put me in some deep counseling for about a year. (laughs) Yeah. And so one, that's only happened to me once, but y'all have had to have those challenges and those run-ins with people being unkind, people being, um, and it just not being all the good parts. Right. Yes. And so I feel like when we started, I was, I knew the, I knew the internet was mean. I know the internet was mean. And so I feel like the first month or two, it was just, you were flooded with all the positive. Mm -hmm. And yes, there were some, you know, it was almost like getting me a little warm to the mean people, yeah, um, the trolls, as you would say. And then the further it got on, it was just, you see how cruel the world can be. And a lot of times they just don't like you for your personality or you look this way or how you act and our faith. Um, mm. And so things like that got, it got harder. And then that's when I feel like, I actually, I opened up about this a little bit ago, the first few months after we hit a million followers and it was just, you think it would have been the best time ever. That was actually when I was at my worst mentally, I struggled a lot. I started feeling the, I got really anxious about things. Mm -hmm. I was worried and I had to really do a self reflection of where my identity was Mm -hmm. and because it's so easy to get caught up in the world, especially your life being so public. Yeah. And so I feel like God was like reeling me back in. You know, I really had to humble myself and just let him show me who I was. Because whenever I know who I am, it doesn't matter what they say. Hmm. As cliche as it is, because it's so true. But yeah, I would say it was hard. It was hard for a little bit. Um, even things about Ivy online, like what people would say about her. Uh-uh. And so that's why we kind of stopped posting her. Yeah, yeah I noticed that, that y'all don't post her. I mean, sometimes she'll run through, right. but you aren't doing things where she's the middle of it. Yes, yeah. right. Because yeah. I used to just post because I'm like, we just love her and she's so cute and we want to share so her. But cute. now we're like, <laughs> we can't do that. Okay, it's no, The world's yeah. not innocent mm-hmm. at all. So, I mean, I've talked to some other creators who are really like, we don't read our comments. We don't get in our DMs. I don't read my DMs. I mean, what kind of boundaries have y'all drawn? Or or is it like, we'll check during the workday, but after 5 p.m., we're off. Like, what kind of boundaries y'all have around protecting your mental health in this? Yeah. He is the comment replier. Mm -hmm. Reader, replier. It's almost, I've learned the first 10 minutes of you posting a video, all the good stuff, right? That's They're exactly like, right. That's exactly right. I'll reply to those and be like, oh, love you. And then <laughs> I get off. Yeah. His, I think we both cut off at a certain yeah. time. Yeah. Well, now I just, I don't, I have my sister helping me go through DMs because yeah. as much as there's flooded with lovely messages and I want to like speak to those people, it got to the point where if I saw even one bad message, it just really yeah. got to me. So I know. 
Yeah. And so boundaries, just like, we don't really read comments anymore. I do not Google myself. I've learned to not do that. Yeah. (laughs) People who do that, I'm like, how does that serve you at all? What are you learning that you don't know? Yes. I've had people, they'll send me stuff. And so I've had to tell people, I'm like, hey, I love you. Just, I don't want to see it, you know? Yeah. Unless it like is so detrimental and I need to fix something. But other than that, you don't know what's, you don't see, I guess. Yeah. Hunter, where's the line when you see a negative comment? Because every one of us, whether we have eight followers or 800,000 followers, has a bot show up every now and again or a troll show up every now and again. And and even in sly ways. They're not mm-hmm. trying to be trolly, but you know what I mean. And so what do you do, Hunter? Are you mad? Are you Do you let them go? Do you, which, do you respond? Like, how do you handle the people who are maybe hurt in their own ways and they don't know how to respond except out into hurt? Yeah, so I kind of... I don't reply to most of them, especially the ones where you can tell, like, you know, the saying, like, hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. So somebody that has, like, really gone out of their way to, like, write this long comment about us, I'm just like, oh, what? you know, I don't say anything. <laughs> but the people that'll say something, like, we get this one a lot about Devin. It's like, oh, she acts like a first grader or something. <laughs> something like oh. that. And I'll reply back and be like, well, I was thinking more of a third grader, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> People that say things like that, like I'll reply something back to them. Like yeah, that, right. But, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. He keeps it light. Yeah. You know, and yeah. most of the time they'll end up deleting their comment. You know, That's the, right. The people that are trying to be something fast. Yeah. And they, you know, they'll delete it or they'll be like, oh, I didn't mean it that way or something. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Typically, yeah. if you reply to one of the trolls, they'll reply, either delete it or reply back with a nice comment. Yeah. <gasps> oh, I'm, it blows you know, my mind. Yeah. Like, Do you know? Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> I'll forgive you. <laughs> yeah thank you they, they'd be like thank you so much for responding i was hoping that's what you thought and i'm like girl <laughs> listen yeah what's the joy of it because y'all are way over a million followers. are y'all at how many millions on twitter uh twitter no none <laughs> how many millions on tiktok is that four point four point seven seven no jeez you guys Mind that's crazy it's wild we'll go to it's a stadium two years yes that is crazy. Yeah. So what's the joy side of it? What's the best part of having this level of influence in people's lives? Yeah, I think just to, well, I love meeting people. So yeah. in public, when people come up to us. Do you? It and, doesn't bother you. It doesn't bother me either. I love it. Yeah, I love it. And that's what a lot of time people will mess with me. Oh my gosh, I saw you here. And I didn't want to bother you. And I respect that because there are some days where I go out and I'm just so tired and mm-hmm. and I feel pressure to sometimes like be put on, you know, like if I'm in a sad mood, but I'm like, I need to be really happy. So they, I never want their opinion to be warped of me. And that's something I'm dealing with on my own. But the joys of just like having the sweet DMs of, you know, I just started reading my Bible because of you. And that makes me Mm -hmm. feel like I am living out my purpose that Mm -hmm. God has for me in those ways. Um, And then just like getting to stay home and be with Ivy a lot. I would yeah. say that. Yeah, I would say pretty much the same things, like just being able to spread the gospel. Not that we're always like necessarily preaching, but we hope and pray that like people can see the Lord through us, like through our fruits. Yeah. And also being able to stay home together, mm-hmm. being able to parent together, you know, full time. And then I will say that like I love when Devin meets people and they're like matching her energy. Yeah. <laughs> 
kind of a high energy person. So when like girls come up to her and they just like have this little moment, it's so funny to me because like, yeah. they've never met each other, you know, but they act like they've been best friends since they were five and they just hit it <laughs> off. And that is so funny and so yeah, much fun to watch. Sweet. But Knowing we were talking today, I thought, I feel like I know them because I oh, watch you all the time. But also I think our personalities are going to be fine. Oh, like, I mean, so it's the same thing when, even when we do this, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, we're off. Like yeah. we've yeah. talked and gone on lots of coffee dates and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Love it. It's really, it, I mean, it's a fascinating thing that, will you talk for a minute, Devin, about that managing the, or trying to manage people's perception of you. Everyone sees you in your Grinch suit or getting ready in the morning or, yeah. you know, just being the wild third grader that you are. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then, right. So you, you're at the grocery store, just trying to get all the groceries. And in your mind, you're saying, I've got to be the me that they see on their screen. Yeah. Right. I think wow. because of comments we've gotten in the past, we're like, Oh, she's not really, I bet she's not like this in person or wow. whatever. Things like that is why. And so uh, I do have such a piece about it now because we do YouTube and all that. And I'm like, pe if people watch, like I am a hundred percent myself all the time. There are mm -hmm. moments where I'm not as energetic, you know, because who, who can be like that who all the time. Be. Right. And so I've just gotten to there. Yeah. There has always been that fear of in public. I never want to mm -hmm. disappoint somebody. Like if that's their first impression of me and say something, just, I'm just sad or whatever and then I like make them feel I don't know yeah make them feel like differently towards you just yeah because just because I was having a bad moment yeah. or a bad yeah. day you know yeah. yeah um because that shows like the influence people have just when you go to a coffee shop and if somebody is in a bad mood you're like oh you know it can it gets you and I never want to be somebody's crutch or somebody's reason to have a bad day I guess yeah. I don't know yeah. but yeah, I've gotten to where I just, I'm like, I am me. You know, they, yeah. I'm me if I'm sad. I'm me if I'm just not mm -hmm. as energetic. Yeah. So, do you know the other person I've talked to that talked a lot about this was Jonathan Rumi from The Chosen, who oh, plays really? Jesus? Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like, when people meet me, <laughs> no matter what day I'm having, they feel like they're meeting Jesus. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I see. Right. Yeah. So the pressure, it is really interesting. It's a pressure. This is a weird analogy, but I think a lot about how my grandparents would never understand this, Yeah. yeah. right? Like yeah. the pressure y'all feel to go yeah. to a coffee shop and make sure yeah. you are who you want to be perceived is something yeah. we can't actually, that's too much to hold. It yeah. is. It's yeah. a heavy weight. Yeah. Yeah. Hey friends, just interrupting this conversation to share about one of our amazing partners, HelloFresh. Oh, I just ate it for lunch, you guys. It was so good. I love that HelloFresh takes the grocery shopping work and the thinking about what I need to buy and make work out of the equation. Plus, their meals are so good. And get this, HelloFresh is 25% cheaper than takeout and less expensive than grocery shopping too. It is a win all around. All you do is choose your recipes for the week and they ship you fresh pre-portioned ingredients so you can cook and start eating quickly. And 
If you're stuck in a recipe rut, try something new with 40 recipes to choose from every week. Even with the pickiest eaters, you'll always find meals everyone at the table will enjoy. Even though the fall can be so jam-packed, HelloFresh makes whipping up a home-cooked dinner or lunch actually doable with the quick and easy options, including their 15-minute meals. It really is a no-brainer. You can also turn to HelloFresh Market for some really good add-ons and enjoy the season's limited-time fall lineup like the apple cider cake. I'm interested. Barbecue pulled pork nachos and mini pumpkin cheesecake. Okay, sign me up. So go to HelloFresh.com slash 50TSF and use the code 50TSF for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50TSF and use the code 50TSF for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit and Annie's number one meal kit. That is for sure. And I've got one more amazing partner to tell you about, Liquid IV. From long Zoom meetings, yes, that is me, and workouts, yep, and travel days, also me, Liquid IV makes it so easy to stay hydrated, and I am grateful. You don't have to be an athlete to need extra hydration throughout your day. I'm a fan of Liquid IV, and so is our whole office. I think we've literally tried every flavor at this point. We all have our different favorites that stay stocked in our kitchen, and I drink their energy multiplier almost every morning. Liquid IV has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness. It hydrates two times faster than water alone, and it's all in a single stick that you just add to your water bottle. And now their hydration multiplier comes in three delicious sugar-free flavors, white peach, green grape, and lemon lime, a proprietary zero-sugar hydration solution with no artificial sweeteners. It's awesome. So grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide next time you're at Costco, or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code that sounds fun at checkout. That's 20% off of anything you order when you shop better hydration today using the promo code that sounds fun at liquidiv.com. That link and pretty much every other link you could ever hope for are in the show notes, or we will send them to you in Friday's AFD week and review email. And you can sign up to get that as well in the show notes. Okay. Now back to our build your board conversation with with Hunter and Devin. Okay, so talk to me a little bit about Jesus for you, not just because of Jonathan Rumi, but also because yeah. Yeah. we are faith people. Yeah. I mean, this isn't a calling God could have given us a generation ago okay. to like be public figures on social media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what has he invited you to do? What do you feel called to do in the online space? So before months before it all started, I was reading a book called the Deborah anointing book and just read I love about- Deborah. I haven't read I it. Is it so good? Her. Love her. Yes. Yes. <gasps> I'll have to I'll send you the link, but yeah. I just love her. You know, she was called to influence many and over men and women and yes. an army. And so it was just talking about your influence and being influenced to many. And that's, I feel like at the same time, God was like telling me that like, you're going to be influenced to many. And so ironically, the word influencer, I didn't know what that looked like. And then, and so now I am an influencer, but I just love that we, we can be a light in a space that is full of a lot of darkness. And like Hunter said earlier, in whatever ways that was, cause I, I did struggle in the beginning. I was like, Oh, I need to make sure we, you know, preach basically, or I was doing a lot of Bible recaps, but I felt like I was doing it just so people knew that 
I was Christian or whatever. Yeah. And then I didn't want to disappoint God by, you know, my girl. anyways, if my quiet time became my posting time, like I was like, Oh, I got to read this scripture so I can share it. And the yes. Lord spoke to both of us. And he said, like, it's okay. They'll know you by your fruits. And so I just love that we can be um, in a space to influence mm-hmm. just by being, having the fruits of the spirit, you know? Yeah. yeah. Hunter, I'm I'm thinking about. I mean, did you ever dream as you were a kid that you'd end up being a pastor? Because it's kind of what y'all do. You <laughs> kind of pastor people. Was yeah. that like part of what was in you as a kid? Uh, definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> it's been a big adjustment, and even like kind of going back to the meeting thing. Like I'm, I've always been in, an introvert. My dad is the complete opposite, right? So when I was growing up, he would be like, he would be encouraging me to talk to people and you know do this and that. Whereas he was. I mean, my dad would talk to a wall if he'd let yeah. him pretty much, you know, and that's just not me. And I, so I was comfortable in my job as a firefighter, as a, you know, if I know somebody, you know, that I'm fine talking to them, but it's meeting people and sharing myself with people that I don't know. And now that's literally what we both do <laughs> so for, public. Yes. for millions. I mean, millions. So. yeah, that's wild. And he still, when he meets people, he's just like, He's hit, yeah. you know, he, we just balance each other so well yeah. in public. He's like, you can do all the talking and I'll say hi, yeah. but yeah. When I, I do meet people that. and it's just me, I'm like, sorry, Devin's not with me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Have a good day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, but also y'all been together since like middle school or something, right? Haven't y'all been together forever? Ever. Yeah. 11 years. Yeah. Yeah, eighth grade, end of eighth grade was when oh, we got together. Oh my gosh. I don't know if y'all say what city you live in, but will you say like what state you live in? How much do you tell about where you live? Oh yeah, Dothan, Alabama. It's Dothan, a yeah. the capital of the world. Yeah, Girl, I know. I'm from Georgia. I know Dothan. Yeah. I've driven through there. I know that spot. Um, so, because I'm thinking even through like, the kindness of God is that he partnered y'all up to grow up together. Yeah. And so in some ways, it feels like he let y'all grow up together in private for nine years, eight years, and now you continue to grow together in public. Yeah, that's, I've never even like thought of it like that, because that's so true. That is true. And because our testimony as a couple too, we know God like let us meet at that age. And even though it was like cheesy boyfriend, girlfriend, we like, I say Hunter being in my life saved me from a lot of situations that could have went a whole different way. And so, and vice versa, you know, like us getting into church was, it was like, we influence each other in a way, you know? And then we had to realize like, okay, if we want this to work, we've got to put God first. And then, then everything else will fall into order how it should. Yeah. So God's taught us a lot in those years of before we got married. And then, yeah. Wow. That's, that thought you said that stuck to me. Yeah. Oh, that's wild. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just a beautiful, did y'all meet at school? Where'd you meet in eighth grade? Through mutual. My sister was dating a guy who rode dirt bikes with Hunter. Yeah. Great. And so yes. it was just mutual. Yeah. Hunter, Where? will you t- talk to me about this dirt bike life? Because it feels like as a, as a follower, pre-friendship, uh, my followership was showing me that like, suddenly you're like pro racing, sort of? No, <laughs> no definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. Are you talking about like in LA at the Coliseum? Thing, yeah. Or you yeah. yeah so I was just, I mean, it was a 
like really awesome opportunity. That was something that was like on my bucket list, but it wasn't because I didn't know that it would ever be a possibility, you know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm really thankful that they, they actually invited me and a few other uh, creators and a few other like people of the industry that do, that are creators in the industry. They invited us out there to, to ride a little bit at that track. And it was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of fun. I have a lot of people thinking like, they're like, Oh, are you going to go pro? I'm like, no, I'm not. No, not nearly good enough. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but I yeah, love that. He picked that hobby back up. Yeah. Because yeah. That's, that's what I grew up doing, like, as my sport. Uh, I didn't I, – I played baseball, like, here and there um, as a little kid and then in high school, and that was it. Like, pretty much my entire childhood was just involved with, like, riding and racing dirt bikes pretty much every weekend. Yeah. Um, so it's been nice to to be able to pick that back up. And that was kind of one of the things that we agreed on that I could do. Like when I left the fire department, I'm like, I got to have like a little, not necessarily a way time, but like some guy time, some, you yeah. know, and I'm like, this is, I, I always wanted to, to pick it back up. And so that mm-hmm. was kind of the perfect opportunity uh, when I left the fire department. So yeah. it's been a, it's been a fun year, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. It's very enjoyable to watch. Yeah. I know you're so much better than you let on. Oh, thanks. He's humble. I mean, I thought you were a pro. <laughs> I, what, what do I know? Will you talk to me a little bit about, you know, the, in this series, this Build Your Board series that we've been doing all of October, we're talking about the voices that speak into our lives. What are the mentors like for you and who's pastoring you? Because there aren't like 50 and 60 year old influencers who can walk you through what it's like. So how are you getting invested in who's speaking into y'all's lives? My, honestly, just family and friends here, Mm -hmm. like my mom is, even though, you know, she had to learn all about this when we started, but just the spiritual leader that she's always been. And so that just carries through this, you know, it doesn't, to her, I could be doing a different job, but the same, I guess like take away the job, the problems with it are still so what everybody else would experience in ways. That's right. Maybe even on a lower scale or whatever people wise, people watching, but my mom and our pastors at our church. And like I said, even if they don't understand it, they just, they're just spiritual leaders. And then Mm -hmm. friends who also are mutuals, as you would call it on social media that love the Lord and stuff. They also play a big role in that just because we can even send a text and be like, I'm having a hard day with this. I don't, I kind of want to quit. And then they just give encouragement, you know, like we're all in it together in a way. That's what I would say. Yeah, I agree with that. That's so helpful because there are, we've talked about that in our discipleship episodes of like, Nancy who mentors me is married with kids and I'm not married yet. But then the girl I mentor is also married with kids. And so it's very easy to be like, you don't have to be like the person who disciples you to be discipled toward Christ. Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. So I think that's so helpful. Okay. Tell me who you, how do you decide who you follow online? Like who are the voices that you are watching online? Are you just following your peers or are there people, are you careful about who you follow? I think initially, I mean, are we? I would say. It's almost like peers we would follow and stuff. We follow people that have like interests of us. And I don't think that that's like completely intentional. Mm -hmm. It's just, that's what we end up doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I would say, even if there are people we know aren't Christian or live like we do, that hasn't stopped us from following them. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
like, I just feel like we're called to love everybody in ways, even if we don't agree with what they're doing or how they do it. But now as far as content I take in, I have had to stop like TikTok, for example, on the For You page. All of a sudden I'm getting videos of people leaving the religion leaving Christianity and I would get so sucked into those videos Mm -hmm. and God's like, Devin, why are you watching these? Like Mm. get out of this girl because that video is doing nothing for me. It's filling me up with doubt and fear and more questions. And it wasn't. So now I do, I'm very careful with just shows I watch or videos I watch online um, because those do have an influence, whether we realize it or not. Like I was not realizing how bad of an influence it was having on me. Mm-hmm. And I had to recently crawl out of that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You have to. I mean, that's the only way is if you, I'm the same way where I can pay attention to something or not be paying attention to something. And then all of a sudden I'm like, wait, every video I just watched is about changing your body or every video I just watched is about being unhappy, being single. And then you're like, wait, why do I feel like changing my body? And why am I so unhappy? Can't imagine. It's because it's all I'm taking in. Right. Yeah. So Hunter, talk to me a little bit about boundaries you have with your phone. Help me, Hunter, is what I'm saying. How do I put TikTok down? Because I had TikTok for a while, but I wasn't sleeping enough. And so I had to delete it. I feel safe to bring it back. But what kind of boundaries do y'all have around social media time and how much your phone is in your hand? Yeah, so what I've... I I do the same thing. My thing is Instagram. Like I'll just... Instead of TikTok, I'll scroll Instagram reels. That's what I'm really bad about. But I've, I've found that if I have something else to do, Um, especially if it's not like work related, like, and what I mean is like, if I buy a book, if I, if I go out of my way to, to buy something, to get myself something else to hold in my hands that I can physically do like late at night when we're, we don't really have anything going on, then I will do that thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and to me, it's like, I'll even back to the dirt bike thing. Like I, I just bought a new like dirt bike video game the other night because I'm like, I'm watching too many Instagram reels. So like yeah. if I don't have a book, if I don't have something, I've already done my like study, my Bible time for the day. Like it's, it's better for me to play this dirt bike video game than it is to scroll these Instagram reels. Right yeah. Now, yeah. You know? Like, yeah. So that's what, that's what I do. That, and that's what's helped me. Yeah. Devin, talk to me about, like you said that you were realizing your quiet time was your posting time. Literally this morning I sat in that chair and as soon as you open your phone, work starts. I mean, as soon as I opened my phone, I was just going to look up something and I touched the Instagram button and then my 25 minutes of reading my Bible were gone. But I had seen a lot of reels and I had posted, so I'm getting my work done, but I lost all my quiet time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's... It's hard. Help me. What are you doing to make sure you're still getting your time with the Lord and doing your job? Yeah, I, it's so, and I feel like this is going to be a constant thing that, because I'll go through a season of doing good with it. And then it's like, I go right back to the struggle. I'm like, oh, I've got to get out of the struggle. Yes, it's so, so I'm right there with you. But I have tried to, like, in the morning is whenever I have my quiet time the best. And so I don't even take my phone in here. Um, oh, I'll have, smart. yeah, I have an Omnipod, which is for my diabetes. So I'll like take that with me. So it kind uh-huh. of is like, feels like yeah. it's almost like a nature habit, you know, yeah. but leaving it in there, because if I do not leave it in the bedroom, I will pick it up uh-huh. even during my quiet time. Cause my mind is like, Oh, I'm up. 
what should I be doing today Mm -hmm. to be productive before Ivy wakes up or before anyway. So I, it's hard. And so that has helped a lot, just not bringing it in there. But then sometimes I feel like I have to have it in there. And then also like, I do not like Ivy to see us on our phones because we don't know where that's our work. And so a lot of times I'm like, she wants us to play with her, but I'm like sitting on my phone and I'm like, I promise I'm working. It don't look like it. So even just like our playtime, we want to be more intentional. So we just Mm -hmm. not having my phone on me is the biggest help. So I don't just open it because I'll just realize I open it. I'm like, why did I just open the Facebook app? Like I don't even get on Facebook. Right. I know. It's like you buzz through the ones and you're like, why am I even doing this? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, because if you do like how we can relate working from your phone, I'll open the email because I got something about shopping at Pottery Barn. But then I'm like, oh, that's from our managers. We need to read that and get started. You know, it's it's tough. When did you realize you needed kind of a manager person? When did y'all add staff to what you are doing? Month one. Yeah. We (laughs) added really right. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess if you get a million followers, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were so anti-managers at first. Yeah. So we were, we were pretty anti-management at first, like she said. We um, wanted to remain look other, humble. Yeah. And we had <laughs> other friends that were like, hey, like people are starting to reach out about like brand deals and like how much do we charge, blah, blah, blah. And they're like giving us the rundown. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I guess I, I guess we can negotiate over email. So we did a video for like $100 and we had oh a million followers, almost a million followers at the time. Which t- it's still Y'all. a blessing. We're like, yeah. Oh, which at the time we're like $100. Like, this is All awesome. we did was make a video. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, so then we talked to an, another couple reached out to us and they were like, Hey, like they had kind of been through what we had going through at the time. And they were like, Hey, like you should really consider management. You know, this is our numbers is where we were. And now here we are and blah, blah, blah. So we were like, okay, maybe we'll try it. You know? So yeah. we, we had, a, we had some meetings with a management agency and then we ended up going with the one that they, that, that couple, that, that couple had and that yeah. one that oh, they recommended yeah. and it's been the best. We feel like very lucky and very blessed that we, we haven't the, had to change. Yeah. We haven't had to change. Like a lot of our mutuals yeah. have had to change management agencies, you know, two or three times. Yeah. And we've been, been with the one since mm-hmm. day one. So. They've become like family now. Yeah. So it's yeah. been great. Do y'all have staff in Dothan too? My sister is my kind of assistant, but she lives in Kentucky. So it's mm-hmm. just, over the, but other than that, no, just y'all and management. Yeah. Yeah. That is very impressive. (laughs) I know. But sometimes I'm like, we need help. I mean, are y'all, so you're editing all the videos yourselves? Oh no, no, no. we do have it. We, we edit our short form videos, but I have a long form YouTube video editor. Yeah. Got it. But y'all are doing all the short form. That is a lot. Yeah. Oh, I know. And that's what he started to help me edit. Yeah. Because he's always wanted to help. He just didn't know how to edit. But then yeah. he's learned now. Yeah. And so now we're both kind of, it takes a lot off just my mm-hmm. plate alone. But yeah, we really could use somebody to do short form. We've thought about it because, but then I just like having the control. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's so y'all's personality too, that it'll take, you'll have to train somebody to speak Cordal before you exactly. hand them your videos. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's amazing. I, I, I'm very impressed that y'all do all that yourselves that is so good what? what okay so what's the program to help our friends who are just starting on making tiktoks what program do you edit in do you edit in tiktok i use CapCut or tiktok CapCut. mostly CapCut, okay. and then 
I'll do captions and text overlay on TikTok. Very, yeah, simple edits. You just cut. And that's why I do enjoy our content because it's like the, our friends who do skits and stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh, I know that yeah. takes forever. Because ours is just so simple. He'll just pull the phone yeah. out and record whatever we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you got a video. Yeah, the the realness of y'all is really important. And you mentioned it a second ago, Devin, but will you talk a minute about how did you decide to go so public about having diabetes? And you often show, I mean, I think I've seen it maybe twice or three times when your body doesn't respond well, like you'll show what's happening. How, is that scary to be that public about diabetes? Was that scary to talk about? Honestly, no. And I think that a lot of people were saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. And so I was more shocked that it's, I think more people are, not as vulnerable to share about it. Maybe they think it is embarrassing or I'm not sure. I've never been, it's almost like I got the diagnosis and I'm like, okay, well I can help somebody else now. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it it was hard, but now that I have it, sharing has never been hard for me. Um, But I do love the, I feel purposeful in that just by being able to help other people, not be like ashamed Mm -hmm. of it. Yeah. So do y'all have, this is a tech question around your diabetes conversation. Do y'all have like a content calendar and you'll go, okay, once a month, I need to talk about diabetes and twice a month, we need to make sure we're doing a cooking thing and I'll do a get ready with me every Tuesday. Like, do you have a content calendar that's that specific? No, no. we, that is people ask us that stuff and we're just like, we just literally wing it. And which yeah. I feel like that is why sometimes it can feel stressful. Cause we're like, Oh, we don't have any videos to post. What do we do? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I guess I'll go do a get ready with me real quick or share how naturally it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, we have thought about like, we have a content planner for our branded deals and yes. things like that, but that's thanks to management. Like they help us with that. Everything else is just kind of off the cuff, off the cuff, organic, how it flows. Mm -hmm. So it can be a good and bad thing, I think. Oh, I think, yeah, I love it. I'm a, you know, I'm a fan. I'm in. Hey friends, just interrupted this conversation one more time to tell you about another amazing partner, Daily Bible Trivia. Okay, y'all know I love some Bible trivia, especially when it has to do with the Gospels, but did you know there's an app that makes learning the Bible both fun and interactive? You can challenge yourself by testing your knowledge of Scripture with Daily Bible Trivia. Can you name the town in which Jesus was born? Can you name the three kings who came to visit him when he was born? How about the number of disciples that Jesus had? If the answer is yes, you might be racking up some serious points on Daily Bible Trivia. Whether you want to play just for fun or you really want a way to challenge yourself and keep your mind up to speed with Bible knowledge, the Daily Bible Trivia app is a super fun way to do it. You can also have it give you a daily Bible verse that you can memorize or share with your friends or save as your phone background. Download Daily Bible Trivia today to challenge yourself. Just go to the Apple or Google store and search for Daily Bible Trivia. Download Daily Bible Trivia today for free and get ready to flex your brain and your Bible muscles. And I've got one last incredible partner to tell you about, Relief Band. Okay, one thing we can all agree on, nausea is truly the worst. And whether you're fighting it because you're prone to motion sickness or have a migraine, I'm sorry for both of those things, or if you have morning sickness, congratulations. Relief Band is the number one FDA-cleared anti-nausea wristband that has been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting. Relief Band is also natural, works quickly, and will last as long as you need it. Because you adjust the intensity depending on how you're feeling, and you can make it strong or weaker. It's also 100% drug-free, non-drowsy, and has literally 
zero side effects, y'all. You just wear a relief band on your wrist to give you relief from nausea during your cruise or road trip or pregnancy so your trip isn't ruined and neither is your day. Remember, you don't have to overplan for nausea relief or dose up six hours before a trip. Just bring your relief band and you are good to go. Right now, we've got an exclusive offer just for our That Sounds Fun friends. If you go to reliefband.com and use the promo code That Sounds Fun, you'll get 20% off plus free shipping. So head to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com and use the promo code That Sounds Fun for 20% off plus free shipping. Okay, now back to finish up our Build Your Board conversation with Hunter and Devin. Okay, so I'm thinking about our friends listening who are curious about like, okay, they want to be influencers too. They want Mm -hmm. to make videos. They want to do that. A, do you suggest it? Is this something to pursue? And B, what does it even look like to start being an influencer? Yeah, that's a good question. I think I would tell them what I tell my friends. Like I have friends who I'm just like, just go get it, you know, go after it. You just have to start somewhere and be consistent. Mm -hmm. Do I recommend it? Absolutely. Because it changed our life and just even financially into the financial freedom we have with it and just the being home. But it's also not for everybody. So I think if it's somebody who is passionate about it, that's, I would be like, yeah, do it. But if somebody's just like, eh, like then maybe, I guess, is that what I would say? Yeah. Yeah, because also you're going to get a lot of hate. Right. So I have yeah. friends who have do it now and have started, and that was one of my fears. I was like, just please know you're loved, and yeah. like I just want you to yeah. know that before you start getting these comments, because like, it's inevitable yeah. that you're going to get online hate. I feel like it's something like most any other job that you do have to be really passionate about mm-hmm. it. It's not something that you can. I don't want to say like take lightly because. That's kind of cliche, but it is like you, like Devin said, you're going to get a lot of hate. You're going to get like tired of doing it. It can be, yeah, it's a lot of work. People, a lot of people don't realize how much work it actually is. So yeah, you just have to be passionate about it and know that you're going to like stick through it and be consistent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is a theological question around that. I'm curious if you think, is it possible to disciple people online? Is it possible that y'all are actually discipling people in your influencing videos and in your content? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Just based on conversations we've had with people when that, you know, like I said earlier, like I've started reading my Bible because of you and Mm -hmm. just little things like that. I'm like, Oh yeah. yeah, It's people. We get a lot of DMS um, saying things like that. But when we meet people in person and they tell us like, you know, you got, like I started going back to church or I started wow. reading my Bible, like because of some of the things that you've shared, yeah. it's like, like it's really eye opening yeah. Yeah, yeah, to to show like how much influence you can really have on somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And we, that's why we always want it to, it's not us, like right. it's God in us. Yeah. And so yeah. it's just uh, like, wow, look at you go, God. Yeah. We're just yeah. vessels. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's it. Right. Same, same. Mm-hmm. Who are some of your friends that you think, man, y'all should also be following? Who are some other influencers that y'all love rolling with that we may or may not already be following? Oh yeah. Gosh, there's a lot. Um, I hope I don't forget any. If I do, <laughs> love y'all if y'all are listening to this. Okay. <laughs> Cam and Mal, they're yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. that is Cam is actually who spoke. I believe God used as a vessel that night to speak yeah. in Hunter about the career change. Yeah. 
Um, wow. Very godly people. Casey and Casey, Taylor and Sophia. Who else is my mind's blanking? That's kind <laughs> of know. like our main, like, little, I guess, Crew. circle, if you want to call it that. Like, Yeah. yeah. Um, that we talk to the most regularly. Yeah. Um, that have, that think. have like godly influence in right. our life. Yeah. yeah. Um, Those are great. That's a great answer. I don't think the list has to be 20 people deep. I think it's important for people to go to hear you say like, here's our crew that we trust and we listen to and that we interact with. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, Thank that's you. awesome. Yeah. Okay, if if our friends listening add you to their list of people they're praying for, what do you want them praying for the next year? Till the end of 2024, if they said, yeah, we'll pray for you till for the next 14 months, what do you want them praying? Oh, that's so oh, nice. Yeah. I think for us just to, no matter what we go through or face or what the world says, that we just remember who our identity is in and like what we're actually doing it for, like our why, like never to yeah. forget our why and our purpose in it. Cause I can, you can see a lot of people end up losing themselves, which is so sad. It's the sad reality of being so public and in a really dark web, yeah. you know, but yeah. social media needs light too. You yeah. know? Yeah. So I guess just to keep being lights. I'm not just saying this, but that's actually exactly what I was going to say. I just couldn't think of how to say wow. it. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's a real genuine thing for people to pray for you. Like that feels really, yeah. Okay. Is there anything we didn't talk about y'all want to make sure we cover? I don't think so. I don't think y'all are great at this. Thank you for doing this. Oh, no, thank you. This is so amazing. We enjoy this. Yeah. Um, I love it. And you're so sweet. Like you're, I know you're on a computer screen right now, but I can feel like your love for Jesus and just your, you're very, I can feel Jesus through the screen talking yeah. to you. So. Thanks. Yes. I really love him. So that yes. means a lot to me. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. And also the reason of all the internet people I could ever find, the reason I DM'd you was for a very similar reason of like, I feel like these people are so genuine about what they think about God and about Jesus that I want them to explain how to survive that life. Yeah. Like how to survive a public life when you deeply love Jesus. So. I feel yeah. the same about oh, y'all. So, so thank you. Yes. That's really true. Um, okay. The last question we always ask, because the show is called That Sounds Fun, both of you got to answer. Tell me what sounds okay. fun to you. What sounds anything. Fun? Absolutely anything. anything. No, there's no budget. There's no schedule worries. It is whatever sounds fun to you. Okay. I would love to be in a movie. <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> Great. Oh, I don't know. Probably, mine probably has to be something to do with dirt bikes again. Yeah. Yeah. A dirt bike movie? Both of them? <laughs> I'll be dead in stunt double. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Devin, we just need to connect you with Candace Cameron Bure and let that let her just get you as a as like a scene, like a a behind the scenes, a background I actress. A, drinking coffee. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's all I ever want to be in those movies. I'm always like, I Candace, I just want to be sitting at the table next to the people who are falling in love that are memorizing lines. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because that's what I told Hunter. I'm like, honey, I couldn't ever do a romance movie unless you're the other person. Right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But you can be like the family member. or like That's right. The best friend. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is an alert to Candace Cameron Bure that Devin and I would like to be background actresses. <laughs> we'll just carry on our conversation. Yes. The 2024 Christmas movies on yes. GAC. Watch for us. Here we come. Yes. We're doing it. 
That's our goal. Yeah. That is our goal. I'm going to, for real, I'm seeing her tomorrow. I'm telling her. Oh, I am yes, telling her. Tell her. We're doing <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Hunter, we'll, get you, we'll somehow get a dirt bike in this. I don't have quite a dirt bike connection. So. That's all right. Yeah. Well, you can just anything, be here talking yeah, with us. Yeah, I'll be in there. I'll be in the background. Great. See, we, yeah. we can just fly to Canada for a minute and be in a video. I mean, this is going to be great. You could act and we could be the main character that are romance <gasps> people. I don't think I'm. I don't think I'd be. Very I think good you at that. totally could, honey. Mm. Mm. Not a good. Actor. I believe in y'all. <laughs> I'm also not great at being anyone but me. That's been my acting experience. As I watch that, and I'm like, who believes that that is me? I need to be <laughs> a background person who's drinking tea. People will believe that. Yeah, yeah that's funny. So we'll just be background. Okay. Well, thank y'all for making time for this today. I'm so grateful. It was such a gift. Such a gift. Thank you for having yeah, us. This was so much us. fun. Yeah, it was fun. I loved it. Y'all can come back anytime. Oh, you guys, don't you love them? They are such a fun follow on social media. So go check them out. Thank them for being on the show with us. And if you want a full list of all the resources from our Build Your Board series, remember it's the guidebook, it's the quiz, it's all the episodes. And then we've also pulled some of our favorite books and podcasts and other resources based on the episodes. All of that is at AnnieFDowns.com slash buildyourboard. Plus, if you have any questions from this episode, drop them in the Q&A box on your Spotify app if you're a Spotify listener, or please send them to us on Instagram at That Sounds Fun Podcast, and we'll try to answer them there for you. If you need anything else from me, you know, I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me, that's how you can find me. And I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home. Do something that sounds fun to you, and I will do the same. Today, what sounds fun to me is walking down the street around the corner and getting a hot chai. That is, I need to get out of my house. Listen, I'm not sure I'm built for work at home, you guys, but we're doing it. I'm having a great time. Y'all have a great rest of your day. We'll actually see you back here tomorrow on Halloween for an episode with y'all, the host of one of my favorite podcasts. I cannot believe I get these two sets of friends back to back. Today with Devin and Hunter. Tomorrow, the guys from Blurry Creatures are here, you guys. Luke Rogers and Nate Henry are joining us tomorrow. I have zero chill about it. Y'all are going to love this episode. We'll see y'all tomorrow. <laughs>